Welcome back to Her Ice. I am Peter Adney. I am one half of the hosting duo, along with my dear friend, Todd Houck. We have War Road head coach, the legend, Dave Izzy Marvin, on the pod. Dave, Izzy, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me. I'd prefer if you went a little uh, pump the brakes on that legend part. On the legend? Well, we had Dave Palmquist on earlier, but I don't know. Who's more of a legend, Izzy Marvin or Dave Palmquist? Well, Dave, Dave's been at it, uh, at least at the high school level, quite a bit longer than me. And I know, I know he's, uh, he loves getting to the state tournament and his te- he's got a nice team this year. So congrats to the, the Packers. Absolutely. So we, before we got started, we were talking about how the, the community is, it's a, it's a great time to say I'm from Warroad, Minnesota with the, the girls team and the boys team and the peewees and the bantams. I, I wonder if that's a special situation where at a school like in like a big suburban school, like in a diner or Minnetonka, where if the boys are having a great season, they might uh, draw more attention and certainly more fans away from the girls. But in Warroad, it seems like the attention just kind of piggybacks off each other. Yeah, you know, I, I obviously boys hockey really matters, and and you know what you could say that our girls team has kind of carried the torch lately, but it's very it's really important for our boys team to have the season they're having and to get you know back on the map if you'll say, but um, but yeah the the hockey people support everything here and and um, you know we uh, all our teams had very successful district tournaments this past weekend and coach Hardwick's, uh, having a, having a tremendous season with our boys high school team. Ab- absolutely. Your team this year, averaging seven goals per game, you scored 174 total. Do you owe any arenas money for burning out their scoreboards? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, the grand forks Herald writer told me that's the most goals we scored in a season since 2010. I don't really, uh, keep track of, of that stuff because some of them get inflated a little bit on, mm-hmm. on, on maybe another team that's maybe having a down year a little bit. Um, so, so I don't put a lot of stock in that. Um, you know, I, 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 I care a little more about our, our goals against average and that's been bugging me a little bit lately. Um, we, we did get a couple shutouts in the playoffs, but that, that to me is more important. Uh, you don't need that many goals if uh, you can take care of your own end. You only need one to win if you take care of your D zone, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, speak. I, I hate to harp on goals now that you've just said that you only care about the, the goals against average, but this is kind of your last cattle drive with Hannah Cornelius and one of the state's most prolific scorers in really in the girls' high school hockey history. She's got 145 goals, 226 total points. What has this past season been like for the two of you knowing that this is her, uh, her final senior year? Well, Hannah's a, a really unique player. And if you, if you've seen her, you'd understand it. If you've, but if and she's a unique person too, and she just, she's fired up every day and, and she's such a great teammate and she's got a little bit of redneck in her, just like her coach. And, <laughs> and um, she's pretty dang fun to be around. And so I have nothing but high regard for Hannah. You know, she never played a meaningful shift until 10th grade, which is strange in a small town. Mm-hmm. A lot of my players start in eighth grade and ninth grade, but Hannah has done so much to get to where she is and to become the relentless goal scorer she is. 
Um, she deserves all the all the credit, and I'm hoping she's got three big games left in her at least. Yeah, so so are we. She's a, a ton of fun to watch. Uh, feels like Merrimack is going to get a really really talented forward. On the defensive side, Quinn Koontz graduated last year. She was an outstanding goalie for you. How have you um, adjusted your strategy knowing that you don't have a senior goalie of the year finalist uh, between the pipes? Yeah, that that has been different. And there has been more emphasis on limiting shots and, 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 and blocking shots. And maybe and maybe that's a little has a little bit to do with our offensive output that you know, you know, when we'd get one or two, it was pretty safe with Quinn, mm-hmm. who uh, happy nineteenth birthday today, Quinny. Happy birthday, um, Quinn. Happy yeah, birthday to Columbus. Q. Yeah. So so you know, there was maybe there was a sense that we could get one or two or three and Quinn Quinn would take care of it for us and and maybe that and it's not it's not like that. We don't have Quinn anymore. We our goalies are playing well for us, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. So, so we're, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say we've, we've, you know, we've asked kids to block more shots and, um, and uh, that's been an impressive thing to see, you know, 10th and 11th grade, uh, girls drop a knee and take a one timer. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty proud of them for that. So we, we're doing a little more of those types of things this year. Who's your best shot blocker? Oh, with, without a doubt, Sid Phaneuf. Without a doubt, Sid. So she's got over sixty points, and she's your best shot blocker. Yeah, and I've been trying to tell some college friends that listen. I think she can play on one of your top lines, and if you disagree with me, she can be your best penalty killer. So there's <laughs> there's low risk in recruiting her. There there will always be a place for a, a player like that at the college level. Boy, I I think so too. Good specialty. Hey, coach. At the beginning of the season, you kind of start off. I would say rocky. Um, some some teams would love to start off uh, four wins, three losses, and a tie. But just based on the last couple of years that Waro's been doing uh, with the girls' hockey, they've been starting stronger. So, what kind of sparked the the Warriors to kind of turn things around and go seventeen one and one the rest of the season, the regular season? Well, I'd like to say a couple of things about it. One is we have a pretty front heavy schedule. You know, um, we had, you know, Tonka and, and Wyzetta and uh, Elk River and Chaska and Lakeville North. And so so we felt like we had a competitive schedule at the beginning of the year. Um, two, we, we were a little sloppy in our net. And, and then uh, right before Christmas, uh, Kendra Nordic moved to Warroad and kind of solidified our goaltending to a point. So, you know, like we were we we liked most of our game at the beginning of the year like we got outshot twice this year and once once was by minnetonka and it was by two shots we outshot wyzetta we outshot elk river we outshot and rozo got us pretty good at the end of the year there but but we our game was pretty good and and you know, there were games with seven minutes to go in the game and we're down by three and I pull my goalie and veteran referees blow the whistle because I got too many men on the ice and I point <laughs> at our net. I love I that. I point at our net and they go, oh, sorry for wrecking the surprise. Oops. But, but so yeah, we were, we were, um, we were chasing it a little bit at the beginning of the year. We had a pretty veteran team come back, but, but we weren't very good between the pipes uh, for, and we had a good schedule. So it was a combination of that. And then I feel like CJ Langto made a switch from defense to goalie 
has really improved and played well for us, and so has Kendra. That's that. I was going to ask about that. How your goaltending and Peter had mentioned about the goaltending. As you go into the tournament, you get you know you start off on Wednesday. Obviously, goaltending is going to be big, and defense is always going to win championships. They always say. Um, but have you found yourself or some of the players kind of overlooking the first matchup against Wilmer and going, "Hey, let's bring on Breck. That's who we want to play." How how have you managed that, or have the players kind of help with that, or what's the locker room? Um, that won't happen under my watch. I don't. I learned that from my dad, and especially this week with uh, Miracle on Ice and a couple of my former players, uh, Okers and Gardner. They beat Wisconsin last week, and you, it won't happen that we will look past Wilmer. We're not good enough to do that. Um, we're and and my my players, they know that, and and we will be humble and and we know we have to come ready. On things happen. You look at these box scores. And, and some girl you never heard of has got 64 shots and 62 <laughs> saves. Or There was a double overtime game, I, I think, River Lakes or Northern Lakes and Wilmer or summer. Yep. But yep. It, 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 you read about it, and it's happening, where some girl stands on, it, on her head. So that we, we will be very humble uh, and ready to go on Wednesday. I asked this question of Brett coach Steve Persian when we were talking to him earlier today about – how maybe an overmatched team tries to slow down an offensive powerhouse by repeatedly icing the puck, repeatedly slowing down the game. As the team with the offensive firepower, how do you adjust to a team that tries that on you? Um, well, last year we had Quinn play it. She was one of our best passers. So we'd have her <laughs> skate out, knock it down, and fire it back up to us. But, you know, I, I guess it's – I guess it, that's not all bad if – you know, if you're getting after someone and they ice it a little bit, and I still think it's a huge momentum building thing. And, you know, when eventually you wear them down and I guess, uh, when you, when you're getting after teams like that, we're, we're passing it back and forth right now. I thought Todd might've had another question, but, uh, I think we're, I think we're good to go coach. We really look, uh, look forward to seeing your team play this week. Congratulations on returning to the state tournament. And thank you for taking a few minutes with us today. All right, guys. Well, we're excited. Uh, thanks for having me on. Best of luck and uh, safe travels as you come to the cities. Okay, guys.